What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So there were some reports that came out before the lockout that Justin Verlander agreed to a new deal with the Houston Astros. Actually, when it was first reported, it was reported as a one-year deal. You know, it seems like you know the full details weren't fleshed out at the time, but I remember it being reported as a one-year. $25 million deal, but now it's official. So apparently when the deal was initially announced, MLB had not formally approved the agreement. You know, the contract was submitted to Major League Baseball, uh, but for some reason it was not approved before the lockout went into play. So Justin Verlander was technically a free agent all this while. Even though the contract was signed, it's, it's it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. It just was never approved. But despite the fact that there is a lockout, the MLB and MLB Players Association have been able to approve the deal, even during this ongoing freeze of 40-man roster transactions, since the contract actually was signed before the deadline. It's, it's a weird thing. And the terms of the contract actually come out to two years, $50 million for Justin Verlander with a player opt-out after one. So I guess that's why it was initially announced as a one-year deal because he has a opt-out after one. Maybe somebody didn't really get the full deal t- details, but he has two years, $50 million guaranteed if he wants it. If he were to opt out, you know, that's that's his choice. But, you know, at, at the very least, he can get $50 million. He would only opt out if he believes he's getting more than – 25 million for the second year. Of course, Verlander has only made one start over the past two seasons because of Tommy John surgery, but when last healthy, you know, you're talking about a Hall of Famer, the former AL MVP, and someone who's posted some of the strongest seasons of his career in the most recent years. It's weird, you know, in his late 30s, he's had some of his best seasons. I mean, over 223 innings in 2019. He put up some ridiculous numbers. We're talking 2.58 ERA and his second career Cy Young Award. Well, I believe he had 300 plus strikeouts and all that too that season. So the Astros are placing a pretty big bet that he's going to return to that form coming off of surgery and turning 39 years old in February. Of course, they've kept a keen eye on his recovery process throughout the past 14 months. But yeah, I mean, the Astros entered the lockout with an open spot on their 40-man roster, probably in anticipation of this exact scenario. So no corresponding move will need to be made. So that's official. JV will be pitching for the Houston Astros in the coming season. Just wanted to get that out of the way. So if we take a look around the league, you know, we, we noticed some trends happening. You know, we noticed the Miami Marlins have been making some upgrades. You know, they got Avisayo Garcia on a four-year, $53 million deal, but it's being said now that they're still hoping to add at least one more outfielder once this lockout is over. And they've been linked to free agent options like Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, Eddie Rosario, even after adding Avisayo Garcia. And on the trade front, some people are reporting they have interest in the Diamondback star, Catel Marte. So 
they they need they need an extra bat in the outfield or they want an extra bat in the outfield. They don't have a true everyday center fielder and that's what they would prefer. They already have quite a few corner outfielders, but a, a traditional center fielder, I mean, that's what happens. You know, last year at the deadline, they lost Starling Morte. He was traded, or they traded him, I should say. And, you know, this year they're, like, looking to actually have a traditional center fielder out there. I mean, they can stick Avisayo Garcia out there, but, you know, if they could get someone like like a Cattell Marte, for instance, or play up the middle, I think that would help them. You know, that's a big cavernous outfield out there in Miami, a lot of space. And if they have, you know, someone who can really cover a lot of ground, that would help them defensively. But I think their primary focus is the bat. You know, all those names I mentioned are guys who have quite a bit of pop. And Miami's making moves. You know, we'll discuss this in further detail exactly where the Marlins stand, you know, when we get into into their 2021 recap and 2022 preview. But they're slowly building some momentum. And, and we see that, you know, they have a lot of talent on their roster now. They're not the bottom feeder that they were a couple seasons ago. And they're, they're making moves to, you know, to, to end that rebuild, to end that rebuild. So there is, you know, every offseason there's, there's going to be some interest in a player from Japan. You know, we see it every single year. This year, there is a player by the name of Sheya Suzuki. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But um, he's he's drawing a lot of interest. You know, so he's an outfielder from the Hiroshima Carp. And he's drawing a lot of interest from, from major league teams, including three American League East teams. And the Rangers as well. So the Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, and the Rangers are interested in this player. At the very least. There are definitely going to be more, but those are some of the teams that we know. The Rangers are are the most recently you know, involved team. He's a 27-year-old slugger, and he's been one of Japan's most productive hitters for several years now. He's considered one of the top talents in all of Japan. I mean, last year he hit 317 with a 433 on base, 636 slugging percentage, 38 homers, 26 doubles, and nine steals in Japan. So that he had a monster year last year, but it was far from a one-year fluke. I mean, if you go back to 2018, this dude has produced a pretty dominant slash line. I mean, so he's actually younger than some of the recent Japanese signings like Shogo Akiyama. And Yoshi Susugo, like he's, he's younger than those guys were when they made the transition to Major League Baseball. And honestly, he's considerably more highly regarded than both those guys. I mean, we know neither Shogo Akiyama or Yoshi Susugo have really done anything of note in the Major Leagues. But apparently, Shea Suzuki is, is on another level. So he's not all bad, though. He has, I mean, last week he won a gold glove. He now has five career gold gloves in the Nippon Professional Baseball League in Japan. So even if he doesn't stack up as an elite outfielder, he ought to more than hold his own as a better better than average option in either left field or right field for interested teams. So this guy has a lot of pedigree. He's got the, the hardware in Japan. Will he come over, you know, Obviously, he has to be for the right price. You know, these guys know these guys in Japan know that you know they they can command a lot of money, 
uh, if done correctly, especially with the posting fees and stuff like that. So um, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. You know, if he's not going to come for the right price, he might just stay another year. I believe there was a player. I, I don't remember if it was him, but someone last year ended up not coming to the major leagues because they didn't end up getting the money they were looking for. They just said they'll stay another year. And that's, you know, that's a very valid strategy because these guys are stars. You know, he's like the star of the MPB. You don't want to go to the major leagues unless you're getting adequately compensated when you could still make pretty good money in Japan and be, be the star of the league. But, um, so yeah, as of now, there is no exact, um, there's no exact inclination as to where he might go, but you know the Rangers have interested in the, have been interested in this guy. That's the latest we know. But yeah, that's where we stand. Those are the brief updates we have. I'll do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.